In this episode, we are talking about how to slay our dragons, those things that keep us from doing God's will and addressing two important virtues that help us in this battle. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Welcome back, friends, to another episode. We are so excited that you're here. Thank you for joining us. And today we are going to talk about slaying our dragons with two important virtues. Uh, But before we do that, um, we are excited to be on Apple Mm -hmm. Podcasts, iTunes. And if you don't mind giving us a rating and leaving a comment there, that really helps uh, make the podcast accessible to other people. Um, Like, subscribe on YouTube, all that good stuff. But we're so excited that you're here. And I'm excited that we're here. This is one of my favorite things to do is just sit down and be able to talk with such a good friend about faith in God and motherhood. Uh, but before we kind of dive into that, how was your Mother's Day this past Sunday? It was great. Yeah? It was great. This was the first year that I got um, something handmade from all four kids. <laughs> so Alexandria made me this um, designer handbag. Oh <laughs> had my pictures gosh, that's on great. The inside. And then like lots of handprints and different crafts and stuff. And then breakfast in bed, which was nice. really nice. How about you? Breakfast in bed. Nice. Started off my day. It was awesome. I was ready to get up. And then the kids were like, no, you have to go back to bed. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And then we just had a, after mass, had a jam session in our sunroom. My husband is learning the banjo. So nice. he's learning the banjo. The kids are singing their favorite songs and that was just really great i took a nap which you did i feel like we're living the same dream and it was wonderful i didn't have to cook anything i did very little dishes it was just i was definitely pampered by my family and it was wonderful good yeah good all right so uh so it was a great mother's day very refreshing for me and i know that last week we had talked about the virtue of patience because we're talking about the marian virtues Um, listed or mentioned by St. Louis de Montfort in his consecration to Jesus through Mary. And last week we covered patience. So I know we were both going to try to work on that. Mm -hmm. How did it go for you? (laughs) I feel like I apologized a lot more. Like I I wish I could say like I didn't lose my patience as much, but I feel like I was a little more aware of Mm -hmm. those moments and then just going back and saying, okay, I'm sorry for yelling a little bit or or a lot of bit um, <laughs> or um, yeah just I realizing I think it was actually the morning that I was listening to the podcast I was like I'm listening to a podcast on patience please be quiet um, but yeah being able to step back and say okay I messed up I apologize so yeah. a little more of that yeah just becoming more aware though is mm-hmm. I think half of the game right uh, I'm the same way but I knew that we would be following up on this so mm-hmm. I think a part of it was I have to look good, which I know is not necessarily the best motivation. So I was more aware simply because I was like, I'm going to have to answer to people. Right? People are going to know how I did and my progress. I feel like I was more patient, but I think a lot of it stemmed from an embarrassment of like, oh, if I didn't make any improvement, you Mm, know? So for me, yes, I did better. But I do think a lot of it stemmed from the fact that, like, I'm going to be held accountable, Mm -hmm. which 
actually is really powerful for me. That's something that I that need in my thing. walk yeah. of faith and growing as a mother, growing as a disciple of Jesus is having that. So I recommend everybody having like an accountability partner yeah. because that was really helpful to me knowing yeah. that I would have to do that and just doing an examination like this is where I lost my patience. This is how I need to do better. But also knowing that I was going to have to kind of answer. Yeah. I mean, I always have to answer to Jesus. Right. <laughs> right. But just being able to bounce it off with someone else who knows what that's like. Yeah. Is really no, helpful. that's really helpful. And I think that's also encouragement as we go through the virtues, um, realizing and looking at it in light of the Blessed Mother, because again, like we were saying last week, yes, she is perfect and it's not a, a tool for shame. It's a motivation or an encouragement because she draws us to holiness. Right? Yeah. She draws us closer to her son and we're a work in progress. So I'm a big day. work in progress. Me too. <laughs> but when we talk about motherhood, I remember wanting to be a mom so bad mm. and we really struggled with infertility for a very long time and my heart just desired to be a mom mm. and I didn't know how that was going to be or if it was even going to be a possibility for me. So Mother's Day is something that's been a joy to celebrate. And I know we have a lot of our audience who are moms. And so um, someone shared this quote with us, and I want to share it and sort of get your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. But it's from Alice von Hildebrand. um, And she says, A woman by her very nature is maternal. For every woman, whether married or unmarried, is called upon to be a biological, um, physiological, or spiritual mother. She knows intuitively that to give, to nurture, to care for, to suffer with and for them. Mm. For maternity implies suffering. It's infinitely more valuable in God's sight than to conquer nations and fly to the moon. Mm. I wish I would have heard this when I was struggling with, like, am I going to be a mom? Like, Mm -hmm. knowing that God, by the fact that I am a woman, Mm -hmm. I am called to nurture, to walk with people, to care for others, to suffer with them. And, like, that's the beauty of motherhood, whether it's biologically, Mm -hmm. um, emotionally being with people and nurturing them. But yeah. Anyways, your thoughts on. Yeah. No, I think that that, um, that highlights one of the reasons why Satan hates women so much. Um, and I know that's, that may be a, a strong statement, but, and I meant to say this last week, but Satan hates our motherhood because, and, and you think about how, uh, I mean, who did Satan go after first in the garden in Genesis 2? He went after Eve. And there was a reason for that. I mean, she's the she's the life force. And um, thinking about all these wonderful gifts that we bring to the table just from being a woman, just, just from being a woman, whether you're a biological mother or not, um, single, married, just as women, we bring something to the world that... Uh, is is so beautiful. We bring beauty to the world. We mm-hmm. bring life to the world in so many different ways, just uh, by virtue of who we are. And so I think Satan attacks that in very specific ways. And I know we're going to talk about that today, this whole idea of slaying the dragons mm-hmm. <laughs> in our lives, uh, because we do have so much to bring to the world, but there are very concrete things that I think hold us back or um, like those attack points, especially as moms. Oh, absolutely. And I think, too, when she says that maternity implies suffering, mm. I think anyone who out there, anyone out there who has had the privilege of, of nurturing and caring for people, whether it's their own children or in other situations mm-hmm. and circumstances in their life, know that suffering is involved. And really, I would say that goes for being a disciple of Jesus, period. Yeah. 
right? Uh, so motherhood is no joke. It, it is very demanding. It's, it is an emptying of ourself physically, emotionally, mentally. When we think about, you know, pregnancy Oof. and labor and childbirth, breastfeeding, postpartum depression, sleepless nights, diaper changes, temper tantrums, all of those right. things. And it can be exhausting. And so just to know that our motherhood is beautiful. Mm. However God calls us to live mm. that out, it is beautiful. But it is really easy to get weighed down by these other things that happen. And I think for me, I know that I can lose sense of the beauty mm. of what I'm called to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting how we have this natural desire for beauty or to 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 make things better or to have structure and order and all of that. But yeah, it is challenging. And I think that's where virtue really comes in to help. Yeah, it's not, it does. And I'm practicing, I'm trying my hardest to practice on virtue, but sometimes I can get so hung up like in my challenges and be hard on myself as a mom. Yeah. And I think one of my biggest struggles in this call to motherhood is, and this is my very first year of homeschooling my children. I have been, I was a, I've worked ever since I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And I was a working mom for the whole time, you know, since we adopted our first two children and then we're able to have our third. And so this is my first year being with them all day, uh, trying to teach them, learning what that is like. And on top of that, it was actually during a really crazy time. Mm -hmm. My dad had just passed away mm -hmm. um, from ALS and it was all kind of sudden. So we had moved into a house while my dad was sick. They, My parents lived four hours away. And I knew I was going to be homeschooling. So I had zero time to plan mm -hmm. the homeschooling year. I'm, I was and still am going through the grief of losing my dad, which is one of the most, the most difficult thing I've ever had to yeah. go through. And so my biggest challenge in motherhood right now is just the daily wear and tear of things that I don't know how to do. Yeah. Like, I'm learning how to homeschool my children and they're supposed to be learning these things from me. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Or constantly being around them and not knowing my boundaries, like what should I do for them? What should I not do for them? Because right. I've never in a sense had to uh, answer for my children all day long. Yeah. And so trying to figure out those boundaries. So I feel like I'm walking in the dark a little bit blindfolded uh, and I think that's just my biggest challenge is just the normal wear and tear of just being exhausted. Yeah. I feel like I'm stumbling my way through this whole thing right now. Uh, and every day I feel like I'm learning a little bit more mm -hmm. and getting a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for me, I think that that's just my biggest challenge. Yeah, and I just affirm you <laughs> because <laughs> you, you stepped outside of your comfort zone, homeschooling, and I... I could not do what you are doing right now, but you're doing a better job than I think you give you oh, credit so for. Oh, you're so kind. So, but thank you for, for being so honest with, with that. I I'm think that's trying. helpful to hear. No, and I think for me, it's this, um, this tendency to think that I have to do everything or I have to fit a certain mold mm. because I am a working mom and I want to do all the things, but there are only so many hours in a day. And I think for me, there's this fear of being weak or this fear mm. of being perceived as weak. And um, we do not have to have the working mom <laughs> debate because <laughs> we we won't do that. Um, but I but knowing that there are those criticisms out mm -hmm. there, that there are those that would say like, well, of course your life is chaotic 
chaotic, Deanna, because you're not at home <laughs> all day like you're supposed to. And I I don't feel called to be a stay-at-home mom right now. And um, but like having that having that ability to discern day by day, like what is God calling me to? Will I always be a working mom? I don't know. I yeah. maybe not. Um, but this I feel like the if I were to name my dragon, it would be like this this call or this feeling like I have to do I have to do everything or I and I can't ask for help because I don't want to be perceived as weak. Um, so a real an issue with pride, um, but then also like not trusting God mm. with um, with what's going on in our family's life um, and trying to control. We t- I mean, we talked about that last week, that that call to to, to surrender and let go. But I maybe it's because I'm an oldest child. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I need I, I want things to be in a specific order. I want to have control over the situations. And when things step outside of those boundaries of control, like having four small children who have free will of their own. Right kind of lose that sense of control a little bit. So, um, but I, I see how virtue can help, but it is, it's challenging. It's, it's really challenging. Yeah. I think that's the word of the day. It's just challenging. Yeah. And I think too, to embrace the fact that as, as followers of Christ, we are going to be called at times to do really hard things. Mm-hmm. And motherhood is beautiful, but it is also really hard. But even Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me. Like there's not, Um, And other people out there who are not moms still know that life is hard and it is challenging. And that's just the role of being a disciple. Jesus picked up his cross. He had to die to himself. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're called to do. And that's really hard. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about how virtue can help us in that. And so the two virtues that can really help us overcome these challenges is humility and obedience, Mm -hmm. which Humility, I'm I'm not good at it, but I don't cringe when I hear it. Obedience, I'm I like, do. Ugh, do you? <laughs> I cringe at all of it because <laughs> I'm so bad at it. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but those really are the are two virtues that that can help us in this call to do that which God has called mm-hmm. us to. And so. One of the things that you said that I want to comment on is, again, we're not going to have that like, because I was a working mom and now mm-hmm. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've sort of been able to experience sort of both worlds. Um, I'm just new to the stay-at-home mom thing. But you are a woman of prayer mm. and you are doing what you feel God has called you to do. And the same way when you're like, I couldn't have done what you did, Mickey. Well, God hasn't called you to that. Like. I feel like one of the things that we have to do as women, and this falls under humility, like knowing Mm. our strengths and our weaknesses, uh, being confident in our relationship with God, like what is God calling me to, and really giving other women the benefit of the doubt that, okay, I am going to trust that Hopefully they're doing what they need to do with Jesus. Mm. And we just need to step back, right? Yes. And so I hate that you've been criticized for being a working mother. <laughs> it's okay. No, but, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. And um, I, it just brought to mind the quote from, is it St. Catherine of Siena? When you are who you are called to be, you will set the word on fi- world on fire. And if women are just who they are called to be, and not because I think there's that temptation to compare like mm-hmm. my story or we should all be looking or living our vocation in the same way, but that's the beauty, like you said, of, of our femininity. It's the beauty of motherhood. Um, and if we all look the same, like that'd be super boring. Yeah. So just recognizing the different gifts that we have. So 
Yeah, and then just knowing that we're all on this journey towards growing in holiness. our vocation yeah. and holiness and yeah. trying to do what God is calling us to. So even if I have made the wrong choice, hopefully people can look at me like, okay, but I do believe she's trying. And it really doesn't matter if they think I'm trying. Right. All that matters is that I know that I'm trying. Right. And, and that is, yeah, and I think that's where humility comes in, like yeah. knowing that, yeah. okay, knowing who I am, knowing what God has called me to do. Mm-hmm. And if he's called me to great, magnificent things, then it has God who has called me to that. If it is God who has called me to do five loads of laundry mm-hmm. today, that will probably go unappreciated and unnoticed by many, right? <laughs> then that's what I'm called to do. Yeah. And so either way, it's living, it's saying yes to Christ, which is exactly what Mary did, right? Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty of what we are called to do, saying yes, whether it's in big, great things or those small, everyday things that maybe no one's right. ever going to know that I did those. Right, right. And it's interesting how humility and obedience go together. Mm-hmm. Like that that whole recognizing who I am and trusting God with that and having the confidence to to be obedient to what God has called me to moment to moment. Um, because if I understand how like my nothingness, but and I, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that because I think that there is a a misunderstanding of what humility is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like there's this idea of like, oh, I'm just I am nothing, and I I don't need to take a shower for my children because it's all about the kids. And <laughs> no, <laughs> like there's um, yeah, there's there's a there's a balance there. But if if I know who I am as a child of God, then living my vocation whatever way that that looks, um, I can live that with more confidence and trust. Yeah, daily. Yeah. Well, even in like Philippians 2, 8, it talks about how like even Jesus, mm. he had, he being found in human form, humbled himself mm. and became obedient mm-hmm. unto death, even death on a cross. So we see mm-hmm. these in scripture that Jesus himself was practicing humility and obedience. Like they do go together because in order for us to be submissive, Right, obedient mm. to God is we have to know that we don't know more than God does right. and what he's calling us to. Right. So the more that we grow in one virtue, I think we'll just naturally grow in the other virtue yeah. because they yeah. do go hand in hand. But one of the things that you said is that humility falls under the cardinal virtue of temperance, mm. right? And we know that temperance is about finding that balance, mm-hmm. like too much of a good thing is a bad mm-hmm. thing, right? Um, or can be a bad thing. And so to know that with humility, it's like knowing who I am in God's eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Not thinking too highly of myself, which is pride, mm-hmm. and not thinking too low of myself, like putting myself down. Because God, when I put myself down, I'm, I'm sort of going through a laundry list of all of the ways that I have failed and all of my sins, but God doesn't see me that way. Yeah. So humility is about seeing who I am in the way that God sees me and living out what he has called me to do mm. the best mm. that I can. Yes. Yes. And it, I can't remember the specific saint quote, but it seems like as we were reading up on humility, I saw over and over again where the saints have said, you know, humility is like the foundation for everything mm-hmm. else. If you don't have humility, like there's no there's no point in trying to grow in the others, because if I'm always self-reliant, if I'm always um, clinging to pride, it makes it a lot harder to grow in the other virtues. Um, and I think about um, like bringing it back to to the Blessed Mother, like the whole idea of um, like, be it done unto me according to thy word, um, or, you know, later in the scriptures, thy will, not mine, be done. In motherhood, I think we say that 
a lot or we're mm-hmm. called to say that a lot and that can be very challenging um or thinking about you know we i mean just speaking as a as a working mom you know i have um i have specific things that i need to do in my role here um and it's very easy to get caught up in the affirmations that you can get because i put on a retreat or i gave a talk or or all of that i i actually folded laundry last night and put it away (laughs) but no one's gonna i'll praise you for that because that is an accomplishment right still i was home all day long and I still have laundry on my couch. I mean, do I still have, I don't even want to say how many laundry baskets are sitting in the front room of unfolded clothes, but I did one basket. But those are the things that you don't get praised yeah. for um, as as much, um, which is why you need your, your fellow moms um, and that accountability. But like that whole idea of dying to self mm-hmm. daily and like, okay, God has called me to this and it's not, it's not going to be, you know, a lot of um, a bunch of iTunes readings or <laughs> or, um, you know, there's a lot of stickiness and uh, and bases to wash and things like that. But the reward is so great because it's us totally depending on God, hopefully. I mean, that's yeah. the goal is to just totally depend on God. But it's a daily it's a daily challenge. Yeah, because it's a daily submission, right? Yeah, to absolutely. saying yes to what God has absolutely. called us to. And um, you're talking about how, so Mother Teresa actually had a quote about humility being the mother of all virtue. She said, if you're humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know mm. what you are. Mm. If you are blamed, you'll not, you will not be discouraged. If they call you a saint, you'll not put yourself on a pedestal. And I love that mm. because it's about you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what God is calling you to. Of course, all of that requires like constant communication with God, mm-hmm. um, a, a consistent, healthy prayer life. But you are a mother to your family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a mother to your kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And I may give unsolicited advice, <laughs> right? But I, they're... And I think sometimes we struggle with that because yeah. we're like, I have something that I think would be really helpful right. to you. And like I've thought that it would be a good idea to give my husband coaching advice because he was coaching my son's t-ball team mm-hmm. because I was a teacher. I have like classroom management yes. skills. Same. But that doesn't translate <laughs> into the t-ball field. But I'm like, it was the pride thing. Like for me, I think I have something of such great value that it will actually change what's going to happen on right. the field. Right. And and I think we do have to be careful. And part of it is being um, humble and like, is what I have to offer actually what God is calling me to offer? Mm. Is it just how I would do something in this particular instance, but I'm not aware of the circumstances that you're going through or right. how your children learn or what right. forms of discipline work with them. And I think as women, we should be mindful of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So talking about, I guess just getting really practical because um, when we talk about humility and obedience, again, my my inclination is to go, ooh. <laughs> and if you've ever read the Litany of Humility, and we'll put a, a link to the link of to the Litany of Humility in the show notes, <laughs> That prayer is the hardest prayer to pray. It is so difficult for mm-hmm. me to pray. From the desire of be- from being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. But it's like, but I like, but I like being be esteemed. nice, right? It'd be right? nice, you know, <laughs> just to be recognized. But yeah, if you go through line by line, um, but uh, yeah, I guess like practical ways for us to grow in this virtue of humility and obedience. And I know that part of it, and I, you've done a really good job of emphasizing this. 
like part of it is understanding who you are called to be right now Mm -hmm. and not comparing like, well, that mama's on that journey and she's on that journey. But who are you called to be in this moment? But what else can help us grow in our great humility? (laughs) So (laughs) one, and this is something I really struggle with, is speak as little as possible about yourself. Mm. Because sometimes when I say things, I'm like, I'm wanting a reaction from people. Mm. And if I don't get it, I tend to talk longer. (laughs) Which is not a good thing. But, and these are some of the things that I'm mentioning are recommendations that Mother Teresa gives to her sisters. Nice. Nice. And I'm a huge fan of Mother Teresa. Uh, This is another one she gives Keep busy with your own affairs and not those of others. Ooh, mind your business. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Stay in your lane. Right? (laughs) Um, I tend to be annoyed when I think people aren't staying in their lane. But I also think that sometimes yeah. when people don't stay in their lane, I give ben- people the benefit of the doubt. Like, right. I think that they're trying to offer something that is good, but it still right. rubs me the wrong way and I get irritated and impatient. And maybe there's <laughs> like a balance there because sometimes, and maybe it's like humility on everybody's part, because I yeah. know that there are, there are moms that I've just encountered in the diocese who have given me feedback but it the way that they gave it was so loving that it Mm -hmm. wasn't like oh you should be doing this with your kids it was more like you're doing a great job hey here's a tip for getting through mass I mean you've done this with me before like oh the rosary is tough like try this Deanna I'm like oh thank you Mickey (laughs) things like that so like having humility and um having humility on both the humility to receive feedback but also if you're gonna give it like make sure it's yeah. Not judgy. Yeah. And I think, too, just asking, is it like praying before we act? Like, Lord, is this something that I am called to bring to the mm. attention of mm-hmm. my friend? Yeah. I mean, it's easier with a friend because you know that there's a relationship of right. love than like with a stranger, right. you know? Um, but one of the other things is that if we are insulted or have injury, to accept those, like try to mm. accept those without contempt, That's without. Hard. It is hard. It's real hard. Because like my first thing is to defend myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even if <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm why like, you're wrong. <laughs> right. right. Um, so, I don't know. Is, are those good tips yeah, for humility? Those are really There's a lot, but I do know we're running a little bit. Um, no, no, it's good. Low on time. It's good. I And I think it's it's also helpful to recognize that this is challenging. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, this is a lifelong thing, but it's... Um, what is that verse? Uh, John three thirty. He must increase and I, I must decrease. decrease. Like if that is at the the forefront of our minds daily. Like okay, I can't do this by mm-hmm. myself. I can't live my vocation. I can't balance all of these things alone. Um, but if I'm, I think that's where where that daily prayer life mm-hmm. um, is so essential. Yeah. Because if we're in relationship with God, then we continue to recognize our dependence on him yeah. like I I can't be the mom that I'm called to be if I don't have a relationship with Jesus I yeah. can't be the single woman or the dad or, or whomever that I'm called to be if that relationship is not there yeah. um, and yes it will be difficult but again praise God for the sacrament of confession Amen. and all the sacraments because yeah, um, cause yeah, that really yeah. what I think too um, is I can be open to what God is calling me to, but when he finally says, this is what I want you to do, like being obedient, 
Mm -hmm. right like saying okay i will do that Mm -hmm. and that's part of living our vocation and one of the one of the things i love about saint thomas aquinas is when he's explaining obedience um because it falls under the cardinal virtue of justice Mm -hmm. giving someone their due Mm -hmm. and that we owe to certain people like we have obligations to certain people first to god as mothers to our family Mm -hmm. and we can look in our circumstances like who do i owe obedience to right And he says that by obedience, we slay our own will by humbly giving way to another's voice. Mm. Right. And so mm. I think it's that dying to self. Yeah. And which is hard and yeah. challenging. But hopefully some of the things that we've talked about today can help. Yeah. Just encouragement along the way. Yeah. I love it. But Very to true. die to self and know that we are really striving to do yep. what Jesus himself has called us to. Day by day by day. Yeah. One day at a time. Awesome. Well, we encourage you to go check out other episodes of Life Beyond the Chariot. Really, the purpose of this podcast is to help people to put the the head knowledge of the faith and putting it into action, especially within family life. So we've had some really great episodes. There's one with Father Josh Johnson mm-hmm. on uh, praying Prayer. as parents, yeah. which was wonderful. Um, we've got some other podcasts that we're recording uh, with some special guests uh, in the future. Uh, but really just having this conversation about living living our life as Catholic women, as moms, um, but hopefully that reaches, uh, yeah, beyond beyond the chariot um, and into your, your daily life. So we invite you to go visit um, the previous episodes, especially if you're on iTunes. You can go all the way back to the very beginning when, when we, we, first started we this. did this a year ago, which is exciting. Um, we'd also love to hear from you. So podcast at stphilipinstitute.org is a an email address where you can can submit um, questions or uh, future topic ideas. Mm-hmm. And um, what else can they do? They can leave comments and yeah. all that good stuff. Yep. Sweet. We'd and please pray from. for us. Please yeah. pray for us. <laughs> and we will pray for you. So <laughs> awesome. Should we wrap up with prayer right now? That would be a great Sweet. idea. All right. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, thank you for the gift of our faith. Thank you for asking us to trust you and to uh, die to self day by day. We ask that you give us the grace that we need um, to live our vocations with joy and to trust you completely. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.